0: A New Zealand jeweller has won big at the Florence Biennale Exhibition and Awards taking first prize for jewellery, art and design. Stacey Wales' Biennale necklace, fit for a queen, is shaped like an elaborate collar made of gold and diamonds. The necklace selection was just the first step for the Upper Appamutiri-based jeweller who crowdfunded her way to Florence. Earlier I spoke to Stacey and she revealed she only put it forward after a setback a few years earlier.
1: So this collection was—it's um, been in my mind, or it was designed fifteen years ago when I was back in London, mm. and um, yeah. So it's—it was a collection that I always knew I wanted to um, bring to life, and I actually went for uh, applied for Creative New Zealand funding three years previous, mm. and um, unfortunately I was turned down. Really disheartening it was, <laughs> and very very discouraging from from the assessors' comments, and so I sort of didn't push myself at all to do anything um, or just, you know, sort of get back into my career because I'd had 10 years off bringing up my babies, my mm. children, my beautiful, wonderful boys. And um, and I just decided that to really boost myself again and boost my um, confidence that mm. I really needed to get um, international recognition again. So that's what made me um, um, submit a piece of jewelry into the, the Florence Biennale
0: we have an image of your winning necklace the collar up on our website so listeners can yes. go to the website now and see the image it's it's stunning how did you come up with that design you know and and yeah. how did you decide that this would be the piece that you'd submit
1: yeah, well this, this design was so like I said fifteen years ago when I was back in London I was missing nature and I'd come home for a, a holiday um to see family and I'd walked that I feel grounded in the bush of New Zealand mm. and so I went for a walk in, in the bush and sat down in some um some ponga trees and um found this beautiful little pod and it was a little um manuka pod. And this is back in 2005. And um, I just sat there under under the tree and I looked and went, oh my goodness, it's a perfect setting for a brilliant cut diamond. So I took it back to the UK and started playing around with it. And I actually um, foraged up a whole lot of them to take um, back with me to the UK. And so from there, I just played around with the the arrangement of it and different sizes and all that sort of thing. So um, I... I ended up getting um, sponsorship or have um, been sponsored by a London casting company to help me with the research and development of that um, idea. Mm-hmm. And that's where it sort of started. So when I left London, it was at the, uh, the, the Sterling Silver Process type stage. So um, when I came back, It was just in my mind continuously um, for years, and you know, for the years that I I wasn't on the tools. And so, as soon as I had my studio up and running again, uh, that that was the thing. I was just like, I have to go, and you know, and um, foresee this this vision. Um, yeah, so that's why I, and, and from the, from being um, rejected by Creative New Zealand, I just thought this is the one. I knew I had good backing in the UK, so um, I decided to develop it, and that's what happened. And, um, yeah, so I did four, for, for the collection and the necklace, or the collar, um, it took me 400 hours. I ended up creating it on CAD, on computer-aided design. I use um, innovative manufacturing practices as well so that's i decided for this this necklace and and its um accompanying jewelry suite that i would um create it in cad and that was extremely challenging i loved the process absolutely loved it Um, yeah and then submitted that um, CAD rendered drawing um to the Florence Biennale, and that's that's how I did it, that's how I got there.
0: Where you won first prize, you won a gold award for jewelry, mm-hmm. art and design. congratulations on the award. What does this mean for your career?
1: Um, well, for one, it really does um, emphasise the fact that I am talented. Thank you very much. <laughs> I have to put that there because <laughs> um, for a few years um, I was feeling really squashed. So um, it's amazing. It, it really pushes my creativity. Um, it's I, I'm an artist at heart and um, I studied art and craft design. So I'm, I love the fine art. So this sort of allows me to push into one-of-a-kind um, jewellery pieces as well as branching out into um, the art world as well, so the fine arts, not the art world because I'm in the art world, but but more into the fine arts as well. So I have a deep passion inside um, since fifth format, actually, um, to do fine art. So I'm going to push um, at some stage into some other mediums as
0: well. And what did you get as part of the award?
1: So the part of the award was... Uh, um, what do you call that a plaque i suppose it's a it's it's large and it's um it's like a medal i suppose um that you that that i can put up in my my studio my shop um it's the lorenzo il magnifico which is <laughs> a great name <laughs> for a properly, plaque. <laughs> yeah it is a great name um and um Lorenzo was uh, the patron of the arts back in the Renaissance. Yeah. And um, so he helped commission, or he he got um, other people to commission Michelangelo and um, Leonardo da Vinci and Botticelli. And so it's really significant that um, for the arts, you know, that and and for my, um, for for being awarded for my talent um, and creativity, that it was, it's an award, you know, from such a standing um, patron of the arts.
0: We've got an image yeah. of this plaque on our website. It looks quite heavy.
1: It is, it's very heavy. And was I, from the Florence Biennale, um, I, I actually went over with my children in the end, so my whole family um, were by my side supporting me. And on our way back home, we we went via, um, we were on a business trip to find stockists and buyers. So we went via, we came home via Rome, Milan, London, Dubai and Singapore mm. and I was so worried that that my suitcase might get uh, lost in the in the um, transit and transit yeah so I had it in my backpack and it was so heavy and if any you know my boys or or my husband complained about um carrying the bag all day I'd like here feel this you know it was so so heavy it is extremely heavy and I you know I just yeah I I, I kept it close to me the whole time.
0: You like working in particular with 18 karat gold and diamonds Mm. why is that?
1: I love, you know what, working with 18-karat gold is like working with butter. It's beautiful, it's smooth, it's lust- lustrous. It's, mm-hmm. it's something that just is it feels natural to me. I just absolutely adore it. So that is my my choice of metal. Um, I think I've sort of heard other jewellers say the same thing, so we, we've got a real passion for that side of it. Um, and the, the diamonds, I just, I actually, I, because I was, I was taught um, more of a, a contemporary art jewellery rather than uh, um, high jewellery or traditionally um, traditionally made jewellery. We, we always designed or, or created jewellery around our idea or our concept and mm. we didn't really use high quality materials. Um, you know we would use copper or silver not really gold and diamonds or anything so we were sort of encouraged to really think outside the square and it wasn't until I went to London that I started really using diamonds and I didn't appreciate them at the start and um, and then I've just got this absolute love for all gemstones, diamonds um, especially as well and so they, they're just magnificent once you set them into a piece of jewellery and um, I am moving towards high jewellery so um, using use, using those valuable materials um, yeah and it's, it's just very innate in me to, it feels very natural to use them.
0: You mentioned London earlier you lived and worked there and you're right around the corner from Hatton Garden the famous yes. jewellery quarter how did your time there shape you as a as an artist as a jeweller?
1: it was actually really amazing London it was because I was just a little green um, young girl uh, married I'd, i married, married married my my um, not my school sweetheart but we did know each other at school uh, married him and off we went um, and I was young and green really with my jewellery I was quite chunky very um, quite quite New Zealand craft maybe not put it into into a category but um, yeah went over there and at the start I was just working as a temp and I just have this this passion um, to create jewellery. So, I applied um, to have a studio space in an organisation called Cockpit Arts, and that is an incubator for um, budding artists and designers. And um, so. I had a studio there for a wee while and I just, the opportunities came and we'd have open studios and people would come in and commission jewellery from me. And because I had quite a different look to a lot of other um, jewellers that were there, it was, Mm. it was a a building of uh, uh, about 80 artists um, under one roof and we could have our own space or we could share spaces. So there was an array of um, uh, art mediums. So you had, you know, photography and, and ceramics and there's so many, um, yeah so i ended up having an absolutely i when i left london i i've just got a love affair with london i miss london so much actually because it's there's so much to do it's just absolutely amazing so that's what it did it, um i won goldsmith's craftsmanship and design awards mm-hmm. um, won four in one year and two golds and two commendations one for um, innovation jewelry innovation and um, the other one was a scholarship for a diamond um, practical grading course Um, another one was fine jewelry and prototype production jewelry so that was all in one year and everybody just went at at the awards they were like what who are you (laughs) you know where did you come from (laughs) so yeah it was it just really really um elevated my um yeah my my career right then and there
0: well especially so yes. early on to to be given mm. that sort of boost and to your self esteem to your to your art and and then to be surrounded by so many different kinds of artists just would have been incredible and what about being a jewelry designer in new zealand do you see a role your job the art is quite international do you feel you have to stay quite plugged in to what's going on overseas or is there quite a strong network and community in and around you where you are
1: in the jewellery side of things in New Zealand—it's—it's it's become a little bit sleepy, I think, with um, celebrating it as such. Well, that, thats what I know. Um, but but then my mind is still in London, so I still follow London. I still fo- mm. follow the international side of it. Um, but I did come when I came back. I was looking at what awards were here um, for the jewellery sector, and it actually has moved to Australia. So I think there's an award now for jewelers. Um, you can submit a piece and win an award. I think it's Australasian, so it's it's between you know, like it's Australian and New Zealand, but mm-hmm. um, brought together. Yeah, so um, the other other parts of it, you know, we've we've got. Because of our small population, there's not so many suppliers and, you know, the, the collections of gems are not so large and all that sort of thing. So I do definitely need to um, branch out internationally still, which is what I do. Um, but but then, you know, there is a marketplace here in New Zealand um, for, for fine jewellery or high jewellery and creative, um, unique one-off pieces like mine. So it just it's a matter of marketing to the to you know to the right demographic i suppose or or be in the face of of people to go here i am in the south island uh it's very quite difficult. So yeah, I do I do keep myself very international. I've still got international suppliers. So you've got this award now. what's next? Uh, my husband and I he's he's my business partner. and so um, what we're doing is our future looks really bright with international stockers coming online. Mm. Um, we've got a lead at the moment in um, Harvey Normans in London. Um, he's very interested at stocking my work so um, because of the the success of our crowdfunding um, we're looking at setting up a new campaign soon and this will help in the jewellery manufacturing costs and speed up the process by uh, by spreading the cost outlay among many mm-hmm. and so we're looking at giving our fans the opportunity to become real patrons of the arts and invest privately um, with a return on the investment backed by Golden diamonds, so it's a tangible investment. And um, and as time goes on, we plan to grow our company, installing state of the art technology. Um, I love using three D CAD, wax printing and casting, and and just you know really embracing new technology and employ talented Kiwis in the art and design mm. sector. So you know that's the long term, the, the more long term plan. But um, but initially we, we'll we'll be open to um, private investors backing this award winning collar and it's accompanying the rest of the accompanying uh, jewellery suite into international stockists.